seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus talks about the blessings of being one of his saints here now in this world and what will be forever with him and all of his saints in the new creation. The Beatitudes, those blessed sayings, teach us this. But they also teach us who Christ is for us. Being blessed by God is not defined by worldly things, but by eternal truths, by eternal blessings. A telling thing for us, though, is how often we want to do the opposite, to lose sight of what is eternal, even if we should pack it up in a religious way. But what Jesus does is he orients us to see our lives hidden, hidden in him because he has covered us with himself in the waters of our baptism. Even now we've died with Christ and we've risen with him in those waters which made us his saints. And we see who we are when we look to him who is our head. And that gives meaning then to hear these words of Jesus as he opened his mouth. He sits down and he opens his mouth and out comes the Sermon on the Mount teaching his disciples, teaching us now. Blessing and being blessed have new meaning for the saints of God who have been called out of the darkness of sin, death, and the kingdom of the devil. And that's part of what it means to be a saint as well. It's to be different, to be set apart, to be called out of something, set apart from the world around you. And so as saints, you don't think, you don't live and believe like the world which is dying and seeking after false gods. You're a child of God, and you listen to what your Father says, even if you should suffer for it. So let's hear again these words of Jesus. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are others when are you when others revile you and persecute you and other all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So these words of Jesus at the beginning of this long sermon in Matthew's gospel call us to pause and to consider what he says. Anyone can say he's blessed in this life. An unbeliever might even use that word. Maybe he'll say he'll count his blessings on a daily basis. But Christians, a saint, finds blessings hidden even in suffering. Because he knows the Lord reveals himself not in health, wealth, and prosperity. But God is found and known in suffering, in persecution, and even in death. And it's through these things that life emerges victoriously because God's work is accomplished by our Lord who was crucified and risen. God who has no beginning and end is the God who came down from heaven and died. And he's the one who gives us the true and lasting victory. 
the true and lasting blessing which only he can give. And this is who God has made you to be as you are poor in spirit, looking outside of yourself, looking to Christ who is your treasure. It's what God calls you to be as you mourn your sin and find comfort in the saving words of Jesus that says, I forgive you. As you show this mercy to others, you're pure in heart when you fix your eyes solely on Jesus and do not get caught up in the lies of the devil, the world, and your fallen flesh, which defile the soul. You hunger and thirst now in this life for Christ and his gifts, his righteousness, his word, his sacraments, which look forward to that day when you will no longer hunger, when you will no longer thirst, and when you are with him from whom side flows streams of living water, the place where eternal righteousness is found. You speak those words of peace with your neighbor, the words of forgiveness, for peace is found only in the blood of Christ shed for sinners. And in all of this, you suffer willingly, gladly, for the sake of Christ, from wherever, from whomever it may come, because you know you belong to the Lord, the Lord who was spit upon, who was mocked, who was tortured, who was testified falsely against, and who was crucified, so that you stand blameless and glorious before the holy throne of God. So yours is the life of a saint, because you belong to Jesus, because he's made you his own. And God says to you in those words from 1 John, see what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Dear saints of God on this side of the grave, rejoice in Christ this day. We have a long list of names we read off this year. I think only the longer list was my first year here, when that was a lot longer, a few longer than that. But a long list nonetheless. And it's something to grieve and something to mourn. Death hurts, death stings. We have saints who have gone before us this past year from the ages of 16 all the way up to 101. And each and every one of them is more than just a name on a page. But it's a life, a child of God, we mourn their loss in this world. But you see, we sit here and we hear these words of Jesus today. We hear what he gives, we hear what he speaks, that word of blessing. And we see amid all of that is the loss and this veil of tears that is this world. Something shines forth. It's the light of the world. The light who gives life. And Jesus has conquered over death by his death and is raised to new life. So that's what you have as you sit here, not listed as one of those names, but yet share in that same victory of those names that we just read. We're together in Christ. We're together in the church. We on this side of the grave and those on the other side in glory. But as that collect of the day wonderfully puts it, we're knit together in his body. One of the Psalms talks about the Lord knits us together in our mother's womb. That's where our life begins. And he's knit us together in the church. Either suffering now and mourning now or resting for our from our labors. 
It's the same Lord as we are the same church and look to the same lamb on the throne who was slain but has been raised. So in all of this, God's saints are blessed. You're blessed because Jesus is crucified and risen for you. So this year has been something. And for our congregation, it's been especially rough. Not just for our physical building, which is long from being fixed. We have a long road to go. But having death as a frequent unwelcome guest who has shown no mercy, no regard to age, no regard to timing or anything like that. But all of these images around us, be they death, be they a derecho, be they a pandemic, be they whatever, they're a stark reminder of who you are in this fallen world. And as the book of Romans tells us, all creation groans and cries out for redemption. We've been doing a lot of groaning and crying out. But when you see these things, examine your life. Listen to the Lord. Take God's word seriously in your life. Repent of your sin because sin leads to death. Come back to church if you've been away because faith can die. There's no salvation outside of the Lord and his gifts. So we look at these things, what Jesus says, and all of what the scriptures teach and that are true and it matters. God's saints are those who hear his word and keep it. So we who sit here now, we repent and look to Jesus. But you see, you know what? Today is All Saints Day. The color has been changed to white, if you haven't noticed yet. And even as in that place right there, there's been a white funeral pall over many a casket. The Lord's faithfulness and mercy through it all has endured, and it continues to endure, and it will continue to endure for the years to come. Because Jesus is risen, and the victory has been won. Death has been defeated, and as God's saints, this salvation, this eternal life is yours. So fix your eyes on Jesus this day and cling to him. See that vision from the first reading, the revelation to St. John, and see yourself in that image. For St. John saw his vision of the last day when God raises up his saints in their bodies to live with him forever. And know that because of Christ, this is for you. What those who have died in the Christian faith have now and what awaits you as you are clothed in Christ, who has made you white in the blood of the Lamb, clothed you in that white garment of his salvation. You're his saints, and he is your redeemer. And so God places before you what is your future when he says, Therefore they are before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, the sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. What a blessed sight that is to behold, to look forward to, to know what awaits you, and what a blessing you have as God's saints, now and forever. Amen.